How's the bacon, did you say? How's the bacon, did you say? You're listening to Send Him Off. My name is Sam. And joining me, as always, is my ever-present podcasting partner, Alex. How's your week been, mate? It's been all right, yeah. Looking forward to this one. Of course, I'm looking forward to the podcast. But we're not alone. As we're you not. know, as you can all see, we're joined by... I'm going. Go on. Oh, we're joined by... You uh, always do it. Hodgie from Talk of the Tomb podcast to talk all talk things Newcastle Takeover. How are you doing, Admittedly, Hodgie? Admittedly, we are about four weeks late, but it doesn't matter. We are, we are. <laughs> a, little bit late, a little bit late to the party. But... Uh, Sam Fender was booked, so we've got uh, we've got Hodgie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, doing, I'm, not as, I'm not as hungover as what Sam Fender probably would be because I think he's still partying about the takeover and everything. Yes. So <laughs> thanks for having us, though, lads. I'm in, uh, looking forward no, to uh, yeah. Cheers for coming, mate. Looking yeah, forward no to it. Looking forward to getting a Newcastle point of view because we've we've chatted about it amongst ourselves. But obviously, as Swansea fans, um, we we can't really dream of the level of investment that you guys have had. <laughs> Well, um, we can dream about it, but we just can't make it a reality. Yeah, can, yeah so. exactly. Um, so what were your initial thoughts with it? Just, uh, I didn't even think it was real. Um, we've got, uh, a little, obviously, a, a group chat for, for me and the lads on the podcast. And I think for about five, six days straight away afterwards, I was just like, is this actually happening? Or is just, are we going to get punked by Aston Kutcher in a minute or something like that? Because <laughs> it just honestly did not, did not seem real. Um, we as Newcastle fans, especially as of late with the, the kind of Mike Ashley era, we don't get this kind of look. It just does not happen. And to have, well, we're not going to have 320 billion at our expense, but it's just nice to dream that that's that's there just in case in the yeah. bank, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's just been absolutely. Well, you say like you haven't got it there, but I think there's going to be quite a heavy investment in Newcastle because don't like new. I've always said, we've always said Newcastle are a massive club with a lot of history. And I think the the takeover is going to sort of push it in the direction of like taking it where you were back with Kevin Keegan and all those kind of you know back in them days. So how how do you feel about that? I think having the kind of the the entertainers um, kind of thing put back on us would be would be really nice. I mean, the thing about the club and we're very consistent in how we say it, and some some people think we're a bit of a dreamers and and we shouldn't be where we are, but or where we have been in the past. But we're very much like working class people in the northeast man we just want to go and spend our money on a football club that shows a bit of desire or you get some hope you have you've worked all week you want to be cheered up at the weekend watching your team not seeing them defend with 10 players and a goalkeeper in front of the in their own half just trying to mm. keep a team out so to have that kind of investment where you can go out there I don't mean straight away don't go out there buying Mbappes and spending all your money in one transfer window on one player it's not going to work you're going to need to spend like, but just to spend 30 million, 40 million on a, a good player rather than just some random person that um, like Mike Ashley thinks he's going to make money off a transfer or, or, or the shirt sales. It's good to actually have someone there now who's going to go, right, we need the right players and we're going to spend the money mm-hmm. on the right players. Personally, I'd like to see James Ward-Prowse come because I think he's an absolute baller. Um, yeah, he's quality, isn't he? We'll wait and see what kind of happens from that point on, yeah. That's a, that's a big name. That's a big <laughs> the thing is, really. you, you said about like you don't want all like all the money being spent all in one place with like you know big super signing. The mm. thing is, Newcastle like you're in you're in a bit of a position at the minute where you might have to sort of make some big transfer or like you know a big money move just yep. to avoid relegation. Because I can say actually, person like as Swansea fans, 
we do not want to like we do like there's certain teams you want to see in the championship we do not want to see Newcastle in the championship <laughs> for the simple reason you've got far too much money far too you know yes. your players are far too good for if us Newcastle to come down that's six points taken off us next yeah time. exactly <laughs> and that's one position you know it's, it's basically playoffs for us so yeah. Yeah, you know. I, th- I think though, like just just to have one person, I don't really think it's going to make a difference because our team is full of okay players. I mean, Callum Wilson, I think, is a good player, and um, Saint Maximan's obviously mm. a, a very technically gifted player. But there's there's holes at the minute, uh, and they need to be filled with people who are proven, but also are going to be able to give you some sort of consistency. And I don't think putting a real big star player on a lot of money is, is really going to solve that situation straight away. It needs to be a four or five player. I mean, we can spend the 200, 200 million. I mean, just, just 200 million, you know, um, <laughs> but we can spend 200 million um, or 220 without financial fair play being breached, uh, which is fantastic. And I'd love to like say four or five players or six players that are going to be worth 35, 40 million, I think will, will help better than just having one player. Cause if that one player then gets injured, you're screwed. End of the day, aren't you? Two hundred million yeah. is an entire squad. That's a new yeah. squad. <laughs> it is. That's not four Swansea squads, mate. Yeah, I know. And the rest, actually. I was going to say, and a few youth teams as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. It's not like your payday. You've just been paid, and you're like, "Oh, get in what I want for me dinner tonight." You go for a takeaway. Yeah. You go for an yeah. expensive takeaway, yeah. and then you go, like, when you're getting towards the end of it, where you run out of money, you go, "Why did I do that?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that might be the case if we go and buy some some crazy crazy money players to start with. Thing is, though, I feel like Newcastle of all the like Premier League teams, I'm not sure I could name you like a signing who's actually come in in the last two years other than Callum Wilson. I'm probably Saint Maximum. He's been there about two or three years now, hasn't he? Yeah, something like that. But there's little to no summer incomings. There's there's not there's not been much, man. We've we've been loaning out players as well at the time where we shouldn't have really loaned out players. Um, Lejeune was one of them he was probably one of our better centre-backs and we learnt him out to Alaves in Spain and then we eventually sold him um, obviously Freddie Woodman you'll know um, lent him out and he did quite well just um, quickly just quickly what do you make of Freddie Woodman? yeah I'm really interested in I'm, in, I'm intrigued um, I think he's one of these players who's a classic um, like championship player uh, another example would probably be Dwight Gale and probably Mitrovic um, players that will do very well in the championship and then they get an opportunity in the Premier League and it always never really seems to work out quite right because um, obviously he did very well for you guys I think and he, he was quite good with penalty saves He's See, he had a bit of a mixed reception don't you everybody right. loved him because he wore the shirt you know kissed the yeah. badge Pers- personality wise couldn't fault them Personal- I, I, pers- I, I didn't mind him but there was a few people who'd say you know he's a good shot stopper but not a fantastic goalkeeper and I just mm. wanted to see like from a new cast point of view in the Premier League because I think wasn't your first game against United or something yeah so I think he played he- the first two games I think yeah. or maybe three and then and there was a few clangers dropped but I mean it's, it's just what it is if if he, if he was a good goalkeeper he would be our number one that's yeah. at the end of the day you know what I mean we've got yeah. Dubravka to, to hopefully come in against Arsenal and then we've got Darlow as the second string he's, if, he, if he was any good he would mm. he would be number one already so he's had pass with like England and stuff but that never well not even at a, the full senior level just all at like under 18 and under 21 and whatever and you know for a fact that doesn't solidify anything. Mm-hmm. Players come and go in Absolutely. terms of form and in terms of different ages as well. So 
I totally cut you up there talking about you were making some good points about something. I just interrupted. <laughs> in I can't story. even remember what I'm going on about anyway. So it just <laughs> yeah. this is like what happens normally in the podcast. <laughs> well, welcome to send him off. Yeah, I was <laughs> we we always cram in a bit of Swansea somewhere. Always that, man. Um, there's been one obviously significant incoming uh, and outgoing really since the takeover. Steve Bruce out, Eddie Howen, uh point in his first game. I know he wasn't there, but technically his first game. Yeah. Uh, how would you feel about Eddie Howe? Uh, we kind of said this a while ago between me and, me and my mates. We were like, is Eddie Howe going to be your first choice? Probably not. That was when like Unai Emery and other kind of names were getting touted about. But actually seeing in what he's done at the club already um, in terms of just not even the, well, the performance against Brentford was was amazing. I was there and it was just a different class of football that would have, that would have been playing. Uh, compared to what we've been doing over the last two years uh, with Bruce, and is is so much more than just what you'll see at the end product of a game. Um, I was listening to another podcast uh, about Newcastle United as well, and there was a guy who used to work for the press for Bournemouth. He said he got to speak to Eddie Howe quite a bit, and he was like, "The guy does not take a day off at mm-hmm. all, and he works well, about fourteen hour days, which is I was I was what talking to one of my mates' fathers. I think you were there as well, Sam. I can't remember." Yeah, but uh, we, I was talking to him, and he was saying that Eddie Howe, like he was talking to some Newcastle fan somewhere because he works on the lorry, and he was talking to a Newcastle fan. And he was saying, "Right, then, boys, I see you all first thing tomorrow." Eddie, I was talking to the team, and then John Joe Shelby turned to him and said, "What do you mean tomorrow?" He said, "Well, come and train tomorrow." He said, "Well, under Steve Bruce, it was only every other day or something." I don't yeah. know how true that is, but uh, he said, "Yeah, first thing tomorrow." Yeah, so uh, there was one point uh, bef- towards the end of Bruce's reign. Um, they had seven days off in 11 and we had a very important I think it might have been a Spurs game coming up and we were thinking look you're going to be coming against Spurs who notoriously were a bit of a bogey team for them and they're very up and down in terms of what their form actually does and you're going to go and just go and go away for seven days and he actually I think went to Spain and went and go on a golfing trip with his friends so like it was completely flip of what we've got now and to kind of go back to my point we were saying would would you take him and I f- we we all feel quite bad now by being like well yeah just because he's better than Bruce is mm. is that's a really bad point that we said because he is way more than better than what we've had especially even over the last however many years man like talking Steve McLaren's and all that like we've just had absolute Mickey take managers whereas he actually puts his, his thought and effort into what he does and it will come out, I think, uh, in, a, in a real positive light. And there is there is a thing around the club and it is a lot of patience right now. We need to be patient, especially if we're still in the relegation zone. And, and if we are still there by January, it's a, it's a long, a long haul up. Because we, through December, we're going to have to play Champions League football because we've got Liverpool, Man City, Man U, Leicester, all to come. And it's, it's going to be really tricky and difficult. So someone who's going to come in with a plan, I think is is definitely the right start to it. We'll obviously have to see. You've got, got to judge people after 10 games, but even after the first game against Brentford, I was I was really, really impressed. I think it is it is a project. We've, we've kind of got the same sort of thing on a much smaller scale than in Swansea. But when Russ Martin came in, you could see already, you know, there's a different kind of different kind of vibe going on, you know, we're playing better football. There's obviously a project in the long term. And I think it's the same story with Newcastle. Yeah, like there's, there's going to be better football played. You're going to start seeing results. All right, it might not be immediate. And I think, you know, 
any any football fan with half a brain would be able to you know see that and i'm you know i'm sure you've seen it way before anyone else mm-hmm. but um yeah for any newcastle fans who may or may not be listening it is a project and just stick with it yeah on your point before when you said about players in who who would if you were in my situation who would you be looking at to to take in so i know you i know like, you're, you're all about the big it. you're all about the big spends before you were like <laughs> i want a really big name to come in but like well I, really I see, I what, like, what would you see i like the tarkovsky links Mm-hmm. Um, I like the look of those. I think you know. I know Burnley is sort of down the same end of the table as you, but he's a seasoned Premier League player. He's got experience there. You know, Burnley have been in re- not massive relegation scraps, but he's been down that end of the table. I think you know. All right, it sounds stupid because if you bring in an Mbappe, obviously that he's going to be he's going to be quality. Need, but Mbappe's never been in a relegation scrap, and like, it is a different kind of football. It's mm-hmm. a different mentality. Because you're not winning every week, and you're not on a high, and some players would struggle. I the attitudes of I could name reel off probably five players. Ronaldo, would his mentality, you know, Messi for a start. We spoke about this last last night, in the, or was it today in the in the boys group chat? Al, how, it was today. I missed it. I yeah, I don't like Messi's mentality. I think I, I think Ronaldo's mentality is just elite. Like, mm-hmm. but I feel like Messi's a bit of a sulker. So mm-hmm. the bigger players with the bigger egos. You know, if you bring him in too early, I think you need to bring him in when you're on a bit of an up. Mm-hmm. But I think you need the players who are going to get get down and get dirty in our relegation squad. For me, for me, if I was in your position, I'd be looking over at Tottenham and thinking, well, Joe Roden. I know we might say Joe Roden mm-hmm. because we're Welsh, we're Swansea fans. But <laughs> I genuinely, we, I genuinely think that Joe Roden is the sort of player who needs to play that kind of football. Yeah, He's kind I of used to playing, you know kind of scrappy football under Steve Cooper when he was with us. We weren't winning every week. I think he will, you know, if you do go in for him, probably won't, let's be fair. You're probably going to look elsewhere for a centre-half. But I think him and Jamal Lascelles at the back would look pretty good, mm-hmm. pretty solid. I think you've, um, you've, like, you've, you've hit the nail on the head there, someone who's wanting to have a scrap, because that is the, the kind of football that needs to happen. It's it's the, the also the next kind of stage, and it's, it needs mm-hmm. to be are they going to stay if you do go down? Exactly. And he's a young player and you, you want to have like a, a player that Eddie Howe can develop. Yeah. And he, you know, those are the sort of players that, you know, he'd be going for. So yeah. I think sort of a younger player, but a player with a bit of grit, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But they do keep saying it's, it is it is long-term. It is the longer goal is is to be back up towards the top. And if there needs to be a bit of backtracking because of what's happened to the point of the takeover, um, obviously starting the season with Bruce and it all, Going pretty much tits up because, I mean, we're the only team at the minute in the English Football League not with a win. Yeah, every other team has has a win. We're we're in a real real dire straits. But if we can, even if we go down and and look to bounce back up straight away, we'll be in a stronger position. Even after that, to then to then push on, I, I would have thought and hope anyway. Yeah, right. I was going to I was going to ask, gonna ask oh, that. Go that on, was that was my next question. I was going to say, is it the end of the world if you go down? See, I, I really don't think so. I think quite a lot of people will be angry and a bit, uh, a bit you know peed off about it. Parachute payment you get. Say again, sorry. Do you know how much parachute payment you'll be getting? I think it's about hundred million, isn't it? Something on like top that. of the two hundred whatever million you'll be able to spend that yeah. extra one hundred million. That'd be that's insane. That is insane. I suppose that that's a really good thing for people to 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 go away to a club, and if they're going to speak to a player and go look. It is what it is. We are here, but you want to be here at the start of this yeah. regrowth, and you want to be see if like, like say like Jorgen 
for example, you could, it could be like, look, mate, you could technically be here for 10 years and you could be one of the faces that is in the fans' minds, or oh, you were here when we really started the build-off and we had to get out of the championship the first time of asking again. And then we just went to the heights of potentially winning the Premier League, even potentially further going to Champions League football and stuff. Well, I was going so, to ask you, how long do you see it before in your mind, in your wildest dreams, how long do you see it before you get to a point where you're competing for the Champions League? It's. I think it's going to be longer than than what they're expecting. It's not going to be, or even the, or even what the fans are, are kind of thinking. Uh, I mean, if we if we even get close to win the Premier League in the first ten years, I'd be pretty happy. When did um, City get taken over? What what year was that? Two thousand and eight, and only this year or last year they got to their first Champions League final mm-hmm. and lost. So how long was that? Two thousand eight, eighteen, thirteen years. Thirteen years. Yeah. Do you reckon you could do a faster than City? Um. I, I, honestly, I don't know. Thirteen uh, years is a long time. I'm quite, I'm quite. Uh, just because I've been bitten too many times with it in the past <laughs> of being a Newcastle fan, I'm a very much glass half empty. Uh, I'd like to be more positive uh, about it, but it's just it. There's so many unknowns, man. Like, what happens if it all just goes completely the wrong way and the PIF just go? You know what? We're not really. We'll we'll keep running the club, but we're not going to put any money in. And because they looked at Inter Milan, they looked at Bordeaux, they looked at about three or four other clubs mm. outside of Newcastle. Um, they they seem they're saying the right things, but like honestly, who knows? If if it happened quicker than that, I, I, of course I'm going to be super ecstatic and happy. But I just think it's a longer built thing. Newcastle is a place outside of football that is it's. It is growing. More people are coming up here because there's more space, there's more land. It's cheaper than having somewhere than Manchester, Birmingham or London. So it can grow and it has got that potential. And it's a one club city and the neighbours in Sunderland are, are not doing too well. So it's even better for us right now. <laughs> you said that but with a just... big smile on your face. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, what what happens if it all doesn't go to plan? That's, that's yeah. It's, just, it's, the, it's the completely my... My soul being beaten down by years of, of Mike Ashley opening in the club, I think, is really taking its toll on me. <laughs> it was horrific funny, to watch. Because... It was awful to watch, though. It was. It, it just like I mean, we loathe our owners. We do that, don't we? Like, you know, we, we, yeah. we don't like them. But, but I've, said, I've said time and again about the problem with Mike Ashley on this podcast as well. I've, I've mentioned it various times. And he was always, he always seemed like, even from an outsider's perspective, it was really sad because he seemed like a complete leech. He didn't care. Did he, he, did he rename care, the stadium? He? Yeah, he, he changed it to a sports, sports direct arena. Director, yeah. And then you know. I think it was Fun88 bought the sponsorship and then they also went, oh, he has a million or 500,000 or a million pounds or something. We want the the stadium back the to what it was to kind of get on the side of the fans type thing. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah no. Can't wait for the Sports Direct signs to come down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are they still up? They're still up at the minute, yeah. I think that I think they're meant to be going down this week because we're away um, to Arsenal this weekend. So I think they've found, found some time to get it done. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, That'll be a bit of a party. Oh, man, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm going to the Norwich game on the Tuesday as well, so hopefully they're gone by then. That, that could Maybe. be your first win. <sighs> Who knows? Fingers crossed. I think, I think with, if, if anything... Uh, Brentford to go by I think we've definitely got a good shout against Norwich um, even though they've just had a win uh, and they've got is it James Dean uh, not James Dean what's his Dean name Smith. 
Dean he's Smith, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's, he's just gone there. So daddy, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. I. But you um, know what? I'd rather be play. Well, I I say rather. I'd rather be playing Arsenal than I, you know, than Norwich at the minute. Norwich are on a bit of a they turn turn the form. I think for Norwich and Arsenal are Arsenal. Mm-hmm. So, Arsenal also can do anything. They're a bit like know, Spurs. You know what I mean? They're just kind I was of. I going to say yeah. They're just sort of like a bit like Spurs, but not as. Not as threatening, if you ask me. They get some confidence and then they just implode on, on the confidence and they go back to losing two, three, four on a bounce and then manage to turn it around against a decent team and then start a run again. It's very strange. What a position to be in, to be able to talk about Arsenal every week, Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. We got, we got red in on Saturday. We got red in on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'd love to be in the Premier League again, but uh, I'd love to... Yeah, is there a chance of you coming disposal. up, do you reckon, or? No, maybe not this year. Maybe not. Maybe this not year. this year. We'll, we'll we'll keep coy about it. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. What are we four points off the playoffs now? Yeah, we are play, we're hey, playing good football. But playing good football. We, we're enjoying we'll our see. time down the down the, yeah. down the ground. I love it. So. I love the championship. I really do. I love it. <laughs> I oh, if you do just... come down, you're in for a good uh, a good bit of entertainment from the football. Yeah, yeah. really good bit of entertainment. Do you it's guys like the 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 kind of playoff? situation because it, it it must be a hard pill to swallow to get the third position get knocked out by sixth potentially well and then not... we've we've kind of had both sides of it now because 10 10 years ago 10 11 years ago we were obviously on the right side of the playoffs mm. and, and we finished you know, third yeah and we did finish third um so yeah we sort of you know go through the semi-finals and then you know we, are we you know will we want we will we want we get to the final even then you know Will we won't we? But then we went through, and then last year, obviously, we got to the final. The season before, we got to the semi-finals. Didn't quite, you know, think what happened for us either time. But yeah, I I do like the playoffs because I think there is sort. It's like an added bit of. I can't. What's what's the it's word? A bit I'm of magic, it? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's I, without of, uh, without trying to be cringe yeah. or anything, it is a little bit sort of magic about it because hundred yeah, percent. Um, anybody like you could play your whole season be crap, win a couple of games at the end of the season, finish sixth, and then you mm. end up going up. That's yeah. the beauty of it for me. True, true, true. Barnsley yeah. could have gone up last year. Yeah, Barnsley could have gone up. They, yeah. they were they they like sacked from bottom this year. Yeah, they could have been in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's mad, it's it? bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. But like then you've got like teams like Fulham and potentially you know if things don't go your way, Newcastle next year, who they're playing in the Championship as well. Like you could have like Newcastle against I don't know who's top of League One in the moment. Anyone yeah. know? Guys, I'm chilling. I wasn't oh. like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like, anyone, though. You know what I mean? You could have, like, well, even like a Portsmouth. I know they're a big club, but like at the moment, they're not, are they really, financially? Mm. And then you could have, like, Newcastle, the richest club on the planet, playing in the second tier. Yeah. It's <laughs> beyond. It's absolutely yeah. beyond. Honestly. It reminds me of that uh, Russian club, was it? Anzi Machagalawa, where it was, not it? They had Roberto Carlos and Eto and all yeah. sorts, but they were still not great. <laughs> Unbelievable, unbelievable. All right, if you could sign three players, yeah, we said Ward Prowse. Ward Prowse is one, yeah. Mm -hmm. Who are your other two? Two Right, I tell you what, then one strike we've had a midfielder, one striker, and one defender. Yeah, go on, Joe Rogan. No, I'm joking. Um, uh, (laughs) I think Tarkovsky is probably a decent shout. Um, I mean, if if I'm gonna go, uh, if I could potentially go against my uh, complete uh point before where I said I don't want a real big star but I mean there could there could be some potential ones that you could potentially lure away that are still just about fringe and I would probably say Divock Origi um, Liverpool would probably be a decent shout because he bags goals every now and again I know he comes off the bench and he might have problems to start with of, of actually doing a full 90 minutes but he he's a guy who does pop up 
in the most weirdest of situations, but gets three points for Liverpool. So mm. to have that potential in the bag um, to come off the bench and, and, and nick three points, which what Newcastle are desperately in need for, um, then he would probably he would probably make it up there. So I'll, I'll definitely yeah, I think I'll I'll go I with Tarkovsky, Ward Prowse, and then Origi. With Origi, I think if you wanted a better option for Origi, I'd probably go for Batshuayi. Mm. Just because I think he's a bit more sort of. See, on, I'd start Wilson over both of those. Really? I think I'd start Wilson over Batshuayi yeah. because Batshuayi in the Prem is not. I'd start. Him. I'd start Wilson over Origi. I think. Mm. Wilson's Wilson's movement is is really good. Um, I've always liked Wilson. I just wasn't sure if he was on the right side of his career at the minute. Mm. Like, is he sort of almost he's, getting over the hill? Sort of. I think thing? he's twenty eight. I'm pretty sure he's twenty eight. No, might probably, might be turning twenty nine soon. I might be totally wrong with that one. But I mean, a, a player like him and a fit. Yeah. <laughs> no, not the first time I've done that. <laughs> a player like him, though, he's. I feel even at a. A later stage for a striker of thirty-three, I think he he's still a he would be quite a fit individual, mm-hmm. um, and be more of the the poacher type at that point as well. So there's still some longevity with it, and I think the core of the team needs to remain quite similar for the first couple of years, just to to not lose sight of kind of just a morale thing. Um, having too many names in too early could could yeah. really upset the ball. Thing is, you could get, you could buy a lev. Oh, my mic fully just went then, for me. I don't think it went for anybody else. Um, my if you you can buy like eleven of the best players in the world, but if they Black don't gel, I think of the gal- yeah, you know, yeah, eleven of the best. And if they don't gel, you don't win anything. Simple yeah. as that. So yeah. I think you have got to be sensible with it, mm-hmm. and you've got to, you know, well at the end of the day, I do, I don't think you'd be chucking under a million. At like, like one player I think it no. would be like like you said earlier like the 20 millions the 30 millions the 40 millions but just buy those players who are just going to add a little bit more quality because with all due respect I look around Newcastle side I look at their squad and I think that is there's so many just average players there just mm. average just like I look at them and I think you wouldn't get in any other Premier League team like in all honesty like um Maybe well, we 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 desperately need to sign a left back because Paul Dummett's been out injured for ages and he's made of tic tac shells, so he's always going to get injured. <laughs> uh, Matt Ritchie is not a left back, he's not a defender, he's a, he's a left winger, he plays more attack and he's got a great cross, he can deliver the ball, but he's not a defender. So, if anything, we really need to look at a left back as a, as a real as a real situation right now. Well, so, where's Jamal Lewis uh disappeared to? <sighs> he's gone off the face of the earth completely. Yeah. He's Whenever he's played, he's looked very shaky. He's, I think he's too light um, for the Prem. He could potentially be a better kind of left winger and playing a bit further forward. He's not too bad going forward. He's quick. He's a bit agile. Just as defending, just doesn't fathom it. I think he played um, for Norwich much further up the park than, yeah. than where he was. He was more of like a wing back, wing back rather than a, an out-and-out kind of left-back position. Um that's definitely somewhere we need because I mean is it like a 30 plus Matt Ritchie who's getting ahead of you and you're like what 19, 20 year old yeah. come on man like <laughs> plus he came to the club and he went, he went oh I'd like to be going I'd like to be joining Liverpool in the future oh it's a really good start the Newcastle oh, yeah, career yeah, by the way don't <laughs> say that. that reminds me of does anyone remember was it Bradley Johnson I think his name was um, midfielder he signed for Derby a couple of years ago and he was like oh I'm delighted to be signing for Derby City and everyone was like it's County it's County yeah. <laughs> like, oof not a good start. <laughs> not not a good start. You love that, don't you? That's uh, <laughs> class. Terrible. Well, maybe in like five years' time now, clubs will be joining like players will be joining clubs like Burnley. They'll be like, oh, I can't wait to join Newcastle. No. Yeah, 
Hey, you never know, man. You dream, never know. That's the dream. I'm trying to just not uh, jinx myself by thinking of too much to start with. <laughs> I'm treading on eggshells when it comes to that sort of thing. <laughs> I think the media are massively hyping it up a little bit, though. Yeah. I know that like the money is ridiculous, but it's a long road. It's, mm. it's gonna and like you said, it might take a backward step. Um, but I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. The way from an outsider's point of view, anyway. Obviously, I've been in the stadium and stuff, but watching them. There just seems like a bit more of a buzz about the club that even if you went down, would sort of carry you Everybody through next be like, season. Yeah, all right, don't worry, don't worry, we'd be all we, right. We yeah. went down, didn't we? Like Swansea, a year or two after the takeover, I want to say. Yeah. And I think everybody around the ground when we went down, we were thinking this is going to be some sort of yeah, it's going to be a long old day. Mm-hmm. It's going to yeah. yeah, it's going to be a long time till we're back. Even though we just had investment, like well, in inverted commas, investment. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there seems to be a different sort of different sort of feel about Newcastle. There's, there's maybe mm. maybe you're just relieved to have Ashley out. Who knows? Yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of factors at hand. I think. Yeah. Um, the, the the thing that we've pointed out in on my podcast with the lads, it's it's there's been nothing good come out of Newcastle's academy for a while. Um, our youth set up and our training facilities are pretty poor compared to what you can see uh, around the country now. So. To even if they even if we go down, but they go, you know what? We've just built a new fifty million training facility. Mm. We'd be like, all right, yeah. that's didn't, a step in the right direction for later on. Do that at um, Bournemouth? Didn't he build some new facility or something like that? Or like he added, like he wanted the money to go rather than on transfers. He said, right, build this training academy or like youth academy, or whatever it was. Yeah, so I think he did do a focus on that sort of thing because he he wanted to build the project and yeah. obviously obviously did and brought them all the way up to the to the Premier League. So he's he's definitely someone who thinks forward about some things. It was a bit like um, like when Rafa Benitez came into Newcastle, he was like, "Look, your training facilities are pretty poor, and if I'm going to be here for a while, which he thought he was potentially going to be, um, I need investment in the youth." And then Mike actually was like. <laughs> No, <laughs> spend my money. You're joking me, aren't you? Like, nah. So, yeah, t- t- that's that's what I would like to see early. But he just went there at the wrong time, I think. I think now, if he had gone there, I think he would have seen he would have seen the fruits of his labour now properly. Is he doing good at Everton? I don't know how, how well, but he's he's. I don't know how well he'll do. But I, I feel argue like with a, the point. A Go bit on, of backing. Sorry. No, I, I was only going to say with a bit of financial backing, I think we might see maybe. I, I don't know. I wouldn't like to say because I put my neck out enough times on this podcast and made a total ass of myself. I but when he was know. at Liverpool, he didn't have he he didn't say the players that he wanted to get because Liverpool were doing a kind of a, a board chooses the players type thing and it was all voted on by people on the board. So he never really got given the players that he wanted to. So that's like an unfair assumption that you can't do as good if he chooses his own players and stuff. So yeah. it's interesting, yeah. I mean, the Rafa Benitez thing splits Newcastle fans' opinions. Um, I think he worked the media very well, which saved him because of his results sometimes. And I think he had a bit of a plan, just didn't really execute, probably just because we had crap players and we couldn't buy anyone as well. Could be a thing. But <laughs> Might have something to do with it. Overall, his tenure, I don't think, was the best. I think he, no, I think got, that's lucky by, he got lucky that the fan base loved him when he first came in. Hmm. I did, like, honestly, like... I said it time and time again. I feel sorry for him because Everton, they're a dead club, man. They are dead. <laughs> they're like, ah, oh, imagine being an Everton fan. 
Can you imagine every season? We know oh, we get top four this year. We got we got Benitez or oh, we got Ancelotti or like Ancelotti. you know Carvert Lewin, James Rodriguez. You finish ninth or eighth every every yeah, year, yeah. every, year, every year, single year. Down. I'd that's rather be 10. Norwich going up and down. Genuinely, at least you win a title every other year. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. You know, there we are. Um, yeah, well, hopefully, Hodgie, we will be seeing you in the Premier League next year. Because I don't want to play Newcastle. I really don't. Yeah, anything, anything, um, but just don't don't count down, please. No, please, please. That's assuming we stay down. We'll still we'll stay, we'll stay coy. Let's yeah. you know keep we'll it on see. the lowdown. But uh <laughs> thank you for joining us, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure getting a Newcastle point of view. Uh do you want to have a I don't know, a couple of couple of moments just couple to plug the podcast? Uh yeah, cheers. Uh yeah, so we're talk of the tune podcast. Um it's me and two of my mates, Will and Gray. Um we really started it just to um, through lockdown just to kind of ease our boredom and, and keep in touch with each other and obviously that was at the start of when the takeover was potentially going on the first time around so I thought let's get in there before the uh, before it actually happens uh, and then we had a quite a depressing couple of months when it was, seemed like it was all gone but now it's getting back on there so we're just looking forward to what kind of happens uh, you can find us on Spotify, Acast, Apple Podcasts all that jazz so yeah if you, if you listen leave a five star review Right, so we're joined again by uh, Hodgie from Talk of the Tomb podcast, and we're going to test his knowledge of his beloved Newcastle United football club in a little game we like to call How Way or No Way. <laughs> so I, it's basically true or false. Say. True or false. Yeah. Hodgie, just answer How Way for true and No Way for, for false. You'll good. probably do it. It sounds way better in your accent than it would. Yeah. <laughs> Does, doesn't really suit us, does it? No, it doesn't. But any case, ready? Number one, I'm ready. Are you ready? Go. Go on. We're all ready. Great. Uh, off, off, off we go. Number one, Newcastle have won four league titles in their history. How way or no way? Are you counting the championship? Does <laughs> that count as Ooh. a league title? I don't know if I, they do, actually. I don't think, I don't think he has. I, I, I don't know. No. We were quite good in the 50s, but I think mainly just as FA Cup winners, so I'm going to go no way. But I've got Howway written down by a... Like, got Howway. So I think they were yeah. all in like the 20s. Oh, really? Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. Oh. I mean, we were good in the 20s and the 50s. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> so and the 2020s, maybe. Oh, maybe. <laughs> oh, that would be a June. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, second one, Newcastle originally played in red and white stripes. So Newcastle were formed by two clubs, East End and West End. East End Newcastle played in black and red and the West End used to play in black and white. So I'm going to say false. No way. No way. The internet's wrong, lad. I believe you. I'm going yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say you're right. No, yeah. <laughs> I did a talk on it at school there. when I was about 15, yeah. so... <laughs> okay. You sound like you know more than the website I found. <laughs> I there think we, we, we just got a few facts mixed up. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so good. I, I, t- I, I gave him a tick. Yeah, I, know, I mean, I've, I don't I've, know. I've, I could, I've I've could be completely no, You could wrong. be completely lying to me now, but you, you've convinced be. me. You talk the talk, so I'm giving, I'm giving you a point. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Rigorous is always on you. Question number three. Michael Owen is Newcastle's record signing. How way or no way? Uh, no way. It should Correct. be Julian. Oh, is it? It is. Does that hurt? Done, yeah. Allegedly 40 million. I mean... Eddie Howe came out and said he's already 40 million pounds worth of in, in training. So, 
Yeah, just all in one go for one game against Brentford. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll shoot up. Um, question four. Former Newcastle club photographer, Gladstone Adam, came up with the idea for Cat's Eyes. How way or no way? <laughs> oh, man. You That's don't get this anywhere fact, else. Didn't it? You Christ. do not get this anywhere else. Hell of a fact, didn't it? But we're doing, what was his name? Gladstone Adams. Yep. But we don't have a stadium corner named after him and there's no sweets in the ground named after him so I'm going to say no way <laughs> well, you're, good actually, you're actually right he came good up with the idea of a windscreen wipers there you go I knew there that was are. a Geordie invention I didn't know it was his though there we are yeah you, you used to be Newcastle club photographer so. I didn't know that's a good fact that. who says we aren't just that down. Podcast, right? who what? says we aren't intellectual or we'll be doing school talk. How deep have you gone into Newcastle here? Did you go in a real like Wikipedia run and just keep I clicking just on people's facts names? About all Newcastle way. United, to be honest. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Question number five Newcastle were the first team in England to wear numbers on their shirts, away or no way? Mm. We went back to wearing having red numbers on the back of our kits for. Um, our 125 year anniversary so that could be quite uh, quite a thing fuck it oh, sorry I've just done this one oh, not going to do that right. Beep. Beep. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Howie it's no way who was the first was it of course it was Arsenal 1928 man. I thought it was way before that I would have yeah, I thought it was a bit late so they just never had numbers before that no, I don't think so. Apparently not. Not according to this website. Which, to to be fair, anyone could have written this website. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, <laughs> looking at this website, yeah. you know far more, so there's yeah. a good chance we're probably wrong. But never. Um, <laughs> to be fair, Al, it probably wasn't our brightest idea to clue someone who's a supporter oh, of a club not that we knew nothing Sam. about. Lives yeah. there, grown up there, family yeah, from uh, there. Uh, but there we are. Swansea Chris Hewton has the best win percentage of any Newcastle manager in the Premier League era. How way or no way? Oof. I reckon Hewton was probably on about about fifty five percent win ratio. So, I mean, everyone else before and after was pretty bad. But ah, oh, actually, Pardew was there for a while. Actually, what would he have had? Now we didn't do too well under him, really, apart from one season. I'm going to go how way. You're right, fifty nine point four. That's managers Oof. who've played more than twenty games. So, yeah, not bad. Fifty nine point four. Fifty nine. That's all right. I think Get Chris is a massively underrated manager. I massively. Really Hugely underrated. Um, you'll go, Alan. It is my yeah. Question number seven. Newcastle fans were the first to wear replica shirts at a game. How way or no way? We love merch. That is one thing. <laughs> Club shop's always rammed. Uh, first to wear replica shirts. How way? Correct. Right. Is it? According to the football historian from Sheffield University. <laughs> a little caveat there. That's yeah. not us. Well, that wasn't us. If it, it is um, Alan Shearer holds a record for the most Newcastle appearances. How way on the way? Most Newcastle appearances. Uh, I reckon there's probably someone. Is this like all time? Yeah. 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 I think there's going to be some. Someone way further back, like Huey Gallagher. He was at the club for a long, long time. Yeah, I'm going to say no way. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Lawrence, I don't know who that is. I'm not going to Jimmy lie. Jimmy Lawrence, no. I, I'm not. I Sounds like a keeper, doesn't 
They always have long careers <laughs> in goal and get loads then, and loads yeah. of games, didn't they? <laughs> back, back in the day, I'm sure he's playing goals to look like 67, didn't he? Yeah. Like, yeah. Just stood between the... Between Both the, for five yeah, pound a week. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Packing fags at half time. Any guess? No Newcastle player currently wears the number 20 shirt, away or no way. Number 20 shirt? Hmm. Number 20. Just trying to go for the first team that were there on the weekend. <laughs> this is going to be really embarrassing if <laughs> I that's it. No way and they were there. Ooh, the number 20. I reckon it's someone who we've probably just binned off and we haven't really signed anyone else in, so I'm going to say no way. Right. Yeah, correct. Who was the last right. person there wearing so you it? Meant, you, know? you meant how way. Yeah, how way. No one wears it. No one wears Yes. Yes, I... Yeah, no one was wearing it. on a technicality. I wonder who was the last one. Have you got that or not? No, no we haven't. No. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think now. I don't even... I wouldn't even know. It's, it is probably someone we've binned off, like Rob Elliott or something like that. Yeah, probably someone like yeah, that. Could have been like that. Yeah. Uh, last one. Last question. Newcastle have never finished higher than fourth in the Premier League. Oh, wait, or no way. Well, that's no way because we've finished second. Can I would love it if we beat them. That and was then, the. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is my second favourite Newcastle quote. The first, <laughs> the, the first is in our intro, which is, yeah. How's the bacon, did you say? Yeah. Which is my favourite <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> It's my favorite football quote ever. Like, oh, dear. <laughs> I just love it. I want it on a t-shirt. Like, yeah. it's magic. I'm surprised no one's done that and tried to sell them outside the stadium. Actually, yeah, with, with the E on the end of the how as well now. Yeah, which is I'm... the ep- that's actually our episode name tonight. Um, so you know, again, you, you feel free. Feel free. you can you can steal this, mate. This is these hey, are now. You can, come, you can come and work on our podcast, man. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. So I did. think um, your score was 8 out of 10. I forgot we were doing a quiz. I'm not is it? Like, yeah. Oh, I'm happy with that. I'll take that. That's, that's I'm not entirely sure how accurate our scoring is because I'm not in sure, I'm entirely sure how accurate our answers were. Nah, me neither. So, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I put this together about 10 minutes before I came on. So. <laughs> Preparation is key. And oh, no, I'll send him off. You'll learn that. Um, <laughs> but there we are. There we are. Hodgie, thank Good you again fun. for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Um, do you want to plug the podcast again? Because I don't know if this yeah. is going to be attached to the episode or go out separately. I haven't decided yet. So. Yeah, yeah, cool. No problem. Um, yeah, find us on uh, Spotify, Acast, uh, all pretty much all platforms. We are Talk of the Tune. We basically just talk Newcastle United. So if you know anyone who's a, a Tune fan or if you really want to annoy a Sunderland fan, just say that they're a Sunderland podcast. And then when they actually listen to us, they'll, they'll <laughs> hate you. Um that's kind of it, I suppose. Just three lads just chatting complete nonsense about Newcastle United. All opinions are not our own. There's <laughs> ghostwriters and everything. I'm joking. Um, yeah. Thanks very much for having us on, though, lads. It's been it's been good fun. I'm glad I got that many. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Al, enjoyed this one. It's been a good yeah, one. There we are. Another quiz. Under old beds. We're getting good at these quizzes. We are, aren't we? We are. Doing, I had a lot of practice in lockdown. Yeah, you know? I played. He did. He did. Got to be done. Two things I learned in lockdown. Writing quizzes and doing a podcast. <laughs> I only I only start the podcast. I can't do quizzes. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll stop rambling. We'll uh, leave you guys to it. Thank you for watching slash listening. I don't know whether this is going to be on, but uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. This week with unpopular opinions. Unpopular so opinions. go over to our Twitter. There's a Google form on there. Uh, fill in fill, fill in your little unpopular opinion, and uh, we, we'll roast you. Uh, as unpopular for... as you like, go for it. 
whatever you think. Go for it. Visit our website, visit our store, read our blogs, anything else they have to do, Sam? Just, you know, have a nice week. Subscribe, whatever you want to do. Yeah, have a nice week as well, now, now right. too, if you want. There we are. We'll leave you to it. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll see you soon. Ta-ra. Take care. Okay.